So joining us today is Martin Mulligan from VUCA Treasury. VUCA Treasury is authorised and regulated by the FCA to provide advice to business clients on foreign exchange, interest rate risks, and in 2021 have advised on transactions with a notional value well in excess of $1 billion. So hello. Esther, how are you today? I'm good. How are you on this Valentine's Day? I'm great. Relishing the opportunity to have a chat about something that I love on Valentine's Day, which is <laughs> currency markets. I'm not sure my wife would agree, but... <laughs> Excellent. Well, let's kick off by telling us, um, tell us what, what is currency risk? Currency risk can mean different things to different businesses. So the way we would look at it from a taxonomy point of view would be that we'd split between currency risks that affect the balance sheet. So things like overseas investments, assets and, and liabilities, so foreign currency loans. And then currency risk that affects the income statement. So dollars, euros that you need to buy and sell on an ongoing basis as part of your, your normal business operations. Okay. There's also um, translation risk as well, the accounting side, but we don't tend to get too involved in that. No. It tends to be just um, if there's an issue with covenants that clients want to manage that risk or if they're looking to sell an asset. So it's mainly the uh, transactional FX risk that we're, we're occupied with. So um, when do you think a business should hedge their FX risk or when should they consider it? It, it all depends on the interplay between business risk and financial risk. So if the business risk is high, and by business risk being high, I mean if the margins are low or if they've got very little ability to pass on price pressures to their customers, I think then they need to focus on financial risk and managing that. So putting hedges in place to, to cover their future costs and, and, and revenues. Other things that, that might be relevant from the point of view of um, a client um, looking to hedge risk would be you know, the currency pair that they're involved in as well. So some currencies are a lot easier to hedge than others. So some of the more exotic currencies, it's very difficult to hedge because there's controls in place. Mm-hmm. Or it might be very expensive because interest rates, for example, in Turkey are close to 20%. So it's very expensive to hedge forward uh, Turkish lira. And then it depends on the currency pair as well. So uh, sterling against the euro is quite a stable currency, mm-hmm. whereas sterling against the dollar is a little bit more volatile. So in a given year, you might see sterling euro trade 10% range, whereas sterling as a dollar might trade 15%. So if you're exposed to the dollar, you probably need to be more focused on hedging that risk than you would be for, for the euro. Okay, okay, thank you. It sounds quite, quite complicated. It can be as complicated as you want to make it. I mean, you know, it, it can be really, really simple. And I think the most important thing for companies is to put a structure in place and, and be strategic about how they manage their currency risk. Mm-hmm. You know, some companies that we deal with will hedge with a forward for the, for the next three months and do it on a rolling basis. Some companies will want to be a little bit more strategic. They look at the products that they're using, option-based structures as well as forwards. They might look, want to look for a hedge for, for longer, hedge part of the risk, but it really is up to the client and the risk tolerances and, and the risk that they're exposed to. Okay, thank you. So thinking about us here at GJ, um, we've got clients who have exposure, obviously, to FX, either through companies setting up in the UK or UK clients looking to export. Um, what do you think, Martin, are some of the common errors that you see when companies manage their FX? I think the biggest issue for, for that we see for most of our clients is that it, they, they tend to be focused on, on currency as a, a process rather than something that adds value to the business. So it tends to be something that's done by an admin person. There's no sort of strategic input in, into the decisions at all. And I think that's the most important thing for any business to do is to take a strategic view on the currency exposure. In any given year, sterling could move 10, 20%, maybe even more against, against some currencies. We've seen, obviously, after the EU referendum, sterling fell well over 10% in a day. So Mm -hmm. currency risk can be really, really material. I think the most important thing for businesses is to have that strategic perspective and decide at a board level what the best way is to, to manage those risks. Some of the, you know, the mistakes that we see, for example, is situations where you know, clients might take a view on, on a currency. So they're not looking at the actual underlying financials within the business, what the margins are. They're taking a view, oh, look, we think sterling is going to go higher against the euro, so therefore we are going to hedge or we're not going to hedge. 
even though it might not be the, the, the right thing for, for the business itself. Some of the other issues or areas that, that companies might want to focus on are you know, how much they hedge. One of the things that we see quite often, and particularly is an issue for some of those clients that you're talking about, Esther, who are setting up overseas operations, the simplest thing to do is to set up a, a currency account, particularly when you've got two-way flows in, in, in a currency. So say, for example, you're setting up an office in Dublin and you're going to need to buy euros to pay for office costs and you need to buy euros to pay for staff costs. But your business might start generating euros as well. So you're going to have two-way flows. And, and what we see quite often is that businesses will buy euros and sell euros when really it's the net amount that they need to, to be focused on. So paying some attention to how you approach your FX, you can make some simple changes and make a very big difference. Excellent. No, it sounds good. Sounds sensible. How easy is it to set up a foreign currency account? It should be very straightforward. And depending on, on the bank that you're using here in the UK, or indeed if you're dealing with a, a company that's overseas looking to set up in the UK, they should be able to get sterling euro dollar accounts as, as standard as part of the normal banking package. If they can't, currency collection accounts are very easy to set up with any number of the FX brokers that are out there in the market at the moment. They provide collection accounts as standard and that can help bridge the gap between having an account to be able to use in the short term and getting that longer term transactional current account set up with your banking provider if there's some sort of delay there in the, in the interim. Okay, great. So coming like up to date now, what do you see as the, the key risks facing the financial markets in 2022? Well, we've already seen you know, a couple of factors at play. So in January, the big issue was a risk off sentiment. So we saw bond markets and equity markets fall quite dramatically. We saw Facebook, for example, fall over 30% in a matter of days. The Nasdaq's down probably about 13% year on year. So whenever you see that risk off sentiment build, you tend to see a move into some of the safe haven currencies. So the Japanese yen being one. So the Japanese yen did actually very well over January. The US dollar is another one. What we've seen since then in the last couple of weeks following some um, central bank meetings in Europe, in the US and in the UK, the focus now is on inflation and interest rate rises. So those currencies that have interest rate rises are already delivered in the case of the Bank of England over the last couple of meetings or from the US where they're talking about putting in an, a rate increase um, at the meeting next month. Those currencies are doing very well. So sterling and the dollar are doing very well. The euro less so. We're expecting uh, no changes in interest rates from the ECB until probably September, October, the very, very earliest. So certainly for the first half of the year, we would think that um, that inflation and interest rate widening differential in favour of sterling will, will favour the pound against, against currencies like the euro and the yen as well. Okay, so with inflation rising by over 5%, what can companies with FX exposures do to manage costs within their business, do you think? It's a really good question. I think that, you know, the big thing, as you said, is, is focus on your costs and how to change your processes, the way you manage your currency exposures to, to tighten up on that. So the simplest thing to do would be to benchmark the pricing you're receiving already from your provider. Have a look at the payments you're making. You know, if you're making a payment on a daily basis, can you make a payment on a, on, on a weekly or a monthly basis to cut those charges down? The margin that your, your provider's charging you. I mean, have, when's the last time you benchmarked the rate to make sure that it's a fair price? Quite often, you know, particularly when you've got uh, you've been working with the same provider for a number of years. The price is widening all the time. It's not a regulated product, the spot market, um, or the forward market for that matter. So prices can widen over time. So it's important to benchmark that price. As I said before, use currency accounts when you've got two-way flows. So instead of buying $100,000 and selling $50,000, buy $50,000. Yeah, yeah. So use your currency account to, 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 to manage the rest of it. And, you know, the most important thing is if you haven't done already, consider hedging. The great thing about hedging forward your, your currency risk is that it buys you time. Mm -hmm. It's a tactical solution to, you know, a longer term problem and allows you to uh, make some changes within your business and gives you that time to do that. OK, great. Thanks, Martin. That's um, super helpful. It could be quite a complicated subject. No problem. Glad to talk. 
If you have any questions about Esther and Martin's conversation today, or any other queries related to currency risk, contact Esther via our website, goodmanjones.com, or Martin via vukatreasury.com. Thank you for listening.